Welcome to Wisdom Today. My name is Bill Kelly, and I'll be your host. In this podcast, we will be exploring the book of Proverbs. Let's open in prayer. Father God, I thank you for anyone listening to this podcast today. Lord, I pray that you would reveal to everyone listening today how much you truly love each and every one. In Jesus' name, amen. This is Proverb 4, beginning in verse 1. Hear, my children, the instruction of a father, and give attention to no understanding. For I give you good doctrine. Do not forsake my law. When I was my father's son, tender and the only one in the sight of my mother, he also taught me and said to me, Let your heart retain my words, keep my commands, and live. Get wisdom, get understanding. Do not forget, nor turn away from the words of my mouth. Do not forsake her, and she will preserve you. Love her, and she will keep you. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And in all you're getting, get understanding. Exalt her, and she will promote you. She will bring you honor when you embrace her. She will place on your head an ornament of grace, a crown of glory she will deliver to you. Hear, my son, and receive my sayings, and the years of your life will be many. I have taught you in the way of wisdom. I have led you in right paths. When you walk, your steps will not be hindered, and when you run, you will not stumble. Take firm hold of instruction. Do not let go. Keep her, for she is your life. Do not enter the path of the wicked, and do not walk in the way of evil. Avoid it. Do not travel on it. Turn away from it and pass on. For they do not sleep unless they have done evil, and their sleep is taken away unless they make someone fall. For they eat the bread of wickedness and drink the wine of violence. But the path of the just is like the shining sun that shines ever brighter unto the perfect day. The way of the wicked is like darkness. They do not know what makes them stumble. My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life. Put away from you a deceitful mouth, and put perverse lips far from you. Let your eyes look straight ahead, and your eyelids look right before you. Ponder the path of your feet, and let all your ways be established." Do not turn to the right or to the left. Remove your foot from evil.
Friends, today I'm going to talk quickly on verse 5 of Proverbs 4. It says, Get wisdom, get understanding. Do not forget nor turn away from the words of my mouth. And my here is referring to wisdom. So let me read that second part again. It says, Do not forget nor turn away from the words of wisdom. Friends, this whole podcast is predicated on the concept of the importance of gaining wisdom. In 1 Kings chapter 3, Solomon asked God for wisdom. God asked him what he would like to give him, and he asked for wisdom. In James 1 verse 5, it says, If you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, and God will give it to anyone who asks for it. God's desire is that every single one listening to this podcast today would have wisdom, and not only have wisdom, but use wisdom in everyday life when they go about living their life. Today we are going to close on our study of Paul. St. Paul was a wonderful man. He had been Saul of Tarsus. He had persecuted Christians. He had even seen that Christians were put to death. But then he had an encounter with the Spirit of Jesus, and he found out the reality of who Jesus the Christ truly is. He ended up writing 13 of the 27 books of the New Testament. Today we're going to go over a passage of Scripture from 1 Timothy, 2 Timothy, and Titus. First of all, let me give you a little background of 1 Timothy. Now, Paul had started a number of churches in the uh, Asia, Asiatic um, region. Today, it is basically Turkey and Greece where he started these churches. And when Paul wrote Timothy, I believe around the year 62, he had just been released from prison. And so we'll see a difference between 1 and 2 Timothy, which he wrote about four years later. But we are going to read from 1 Timothy chapter 1, beginning in verse 12. And it says, And I thank Christ Jesus our Lord, who has enabled me, because he counted me faithful, putting me into the ministry, although I was formerly a blasphemer, a persecutor, and an insolent man. But I obtained mercy because I did it ignorantly in unbelief. And the grace of our Lord was exceedingly abundant with faith and love which are in Christ Jesus. This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptance, that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am chief. However, for this reason I obtain mercy, that in me first 
Jesus Christ, might show all long-suffering as a pattern to those who are going to believe on him for everlasting life. Now to the King Eternal, immortal, invisible, to God who alone is wise, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. There's a number of things I'd like to just mention about this passage of Scripture. First of all, Paul is realizing where he came from. He mentions in this brief passage that he was the chief sinner. Remember, he was responsible for killing Christians, but by the grace of God. And this should be an encouragement for anyone who still has not received Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Or if you are a new Christian, because basically what this passage is telling us is it doesn't matter the type of life you used to live. It says when you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, it says all Things are passed away, and all things are become new. God totally overlooks the old person that you used to be. He doesn't even consider it. When you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, it is a new lease on life. The old is gone. The new is now here. You can start all over again. What a blessing. Now, when we get to 2 Timothy, which I'm going to talk about now, 2 Timothy, Nero has now begun to lead the Romans. And he had a desire in his heart that he was going to get rid of everyone who claimed to be a Christian. So Paul was immediately thrown back into prison, and as he is writing this letter, his days are numbered. So if you read 1 Timothy, and then you read 2 Timothy, you may sense a difference in the writing. Paul is ready to be executed at any time. He knows his days are numbered, and yet... He has such faith. We are going to go to 2 Timothy chapter 1, beginning in verse 6. It says, Therefore I remind you to stir up the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Friends, if there's anyone listening to this message today, we are not supposed to have any fear in our lives. That is what Paul is telling us. And remember, he is getting ready to be martyred very soon. But what it says is we've all been given gifts that God has given to us. And what he is reminding Timothy, and Timothy is going to be his follower. He knows his time is coming to an end, 
and he is basically turning over the church to Timothy. So he is giving Timothy words of encouragement and telling him to stir up the gift which only Jesus Christ can give us. Let's go on, verse 8. Therefore, do not be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner, but share with me in the sufferings for the gospel according to the power of God, who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began, but has now been revealed by the appearing of our Savior, Jesus Christ, who has abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel, to which I was appointed a preacher, an apostle, and a teacher of the Gentiles. For this reason I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed and am fully persuaded that he is able to keep what I have committed to him until that day. Here he is telling us that Jesus Christ rose from the dead. He is telling us that he is ready to go to his own death because of his Savior, Jesus Christ. He is not ashamed of the gospel. He has gone throughout Asia sharing the word of God. Paul was basically responsible for the spread of Christianity throughout a great deal of the ancient world. He knew what Jesus had done for his life because he had had an encounter with the living Jesus. Second Timothy was written shortly before Paul's death, and his death was sometime either in 67 or in 68. But about immediately upon completion of this letter is when Paul was martyred, there's not a hundred percent surety in how he was killed, but most people suggest that he was beheaded in the city of Rome under the king and emperor Nero. Paul, a study in humility, the writer of the majority of the New Testament. What a wonderful, wonderful example. Now, friends, I'm going to tell you, I did not do justice for St. Paul in this brief moment that we've had together on Mondays, Wednesdays, and today's podcast. I have not really had any time to develop the writings of Paul, but if you stick with me over the next years to come, and I plan on doing this for the, <laughs> for the foreseeable future, I promise you I will begin to do justice with Paul's letters, and I will take them on one letter at a time and give you the details of what Paul 
had to offer to us today. Friends, my call to action today is, once again, you know, when you hear these stories of the Old Testament, when you hear of the saints of the Old Testament, and of course, Paul is referred to as Saint Paul, and he was known as the patron saint of missionaries. He went on three missionary journeys, and he traveled throughout Asia, Turkey, Greece. I would just like you to take the next minute and just close your eyes and think about the life that Paul lived, about him being shipwrecked, about him being left stoned, and they actually thought he was dead, and they walked away from him. He was beaten with lashes. And when they did these lashes, it was usually 39 stripes at a time. I'd like for you to remember what his back might have looked like. I want you to think about what it must have been like with all the persecutions that Christians had at that time. I'd like for you to say a prayer and ask God that you could become a bit more like Paul was. Paul knew where he had come from. He knew what Christ had done for him, and he was not ashamed of what he did, even though he was going to be put to death for it. He never gave up on Jesus, and he proclaimed him to the very end. St. Paul, a study in humility. Friends, what I would like to do for a suggested scripture reading today is read these three chapters, 1st and 2nd Timothy and the book of Titus. And I really didn't mention this, but these three letters are called the pastoral letters. And these three letters give us details for how we are to set up churches today. They talk about what an elder should look like and the requirements for elder, the requirements for ministry, and they, these instructions are still used today in our churches. Friends, I will never end a podcast without giving anyone an opportunity to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior If there is anyone listening to this podcast today and you've never taken that step, I ask that you repeat a simple prayer after me today. Jesus, I believe that you are the Son of God. I believe that you died on a cross for me. By doing that, you have forgiven me of all of my sins and have put me in right standing with God. Jesus, I recognize that I am a sinner. No matter how hard I try, I still seem to fall short, and I am in need of a Savior. Jesus, I ask that you come into my heart. I ask that you lead me and guide me from this day forward. I make you my Lord and Savior. Friends, if any of you repeated that prayer, reach out to me on my Facebook page, Bill Kelly, K-E-L-L-E-Y. And if you have any specific questions, reach out to me on Messenger. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. 
the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Friends, please join me again tomorrow as we close out the week with wisdom.